You're listening to Nursing Review Radio. ANMF members travelled to Canberra yesterday to give evidence to the Community Affairs Legislation Committee warning of the detrimental impacts changes to the current paid parental leave scheme will have on families. I'm joined by ANMF Assistant Federal Secretary Annie Butler to discuss the group's submission. Welcome, Annie. Thank you, Dallas. Uh, firstly, what are the changes to PPL that the ANMF is concerned about? Well, the main concern is that the amendment that the government has put forward at the moment is to remove access for women or primary caregivers to both government-provided PPL and employer-provided PPL and to contain that at a minimum wage level. So what that would mean is that's a significant departure from where we are at the moment where the vast, almost all of our uh, members are able to access both their their entitlement under their award or their agreement and the government PPL, which what it gives them is close to and even up to and in a couple of um, instances beyond six months at home with their baby, which we know gives them the greatest benefits both for their own health, for their baby's health, their family's health. What were the key advantages of PPL that the ANMF wanted to highlight? Well, health effects are probably the most widely understood, the ones that have been most well-researched. Um, and we know from research, not just here, from a international research, that when we can get uh, 26 weeks, six months at home with a mother or primary caregiver with their newborn infant, that it increases breastfeeding, it increases child physical cognitive development, child immune function, and it leads to positive health and mental health outcomes for both um, mother and baby. So we see reduced amounts of postnatal depression, reduced fatigue and exhaustion, reduced stress. It also actually uh, shows that it leads to decreases in premature births and small for, uh, small for gestational age and decreased infant mortality. Now those health effects are quite well established. Some of the effects that other that people haven't focused on so much and that there hasn't been as... as There's not such a body of research on that's really just beginning, but we still do have uh, quite a lot of research about it are the benefits for workers, benefits for employers and for governments in the community. So it's been shown, and this is particularly government-provided PPL, has been shown to increase um, productivity for employers, it increases profitability, it increases performance, it reduces staff turnover, it increases employee morale, it increases retention rates, it increases the workforce participation rates of women and it leads to longer term uh, improved wages for both men and women. It's been shown that it can contribute to a country's economic development even in lower um, income countries and it's also been shown that it's affordable 
even in lower income countries. So our position is that it is so worth the investment. So while the government is trying to pull out of this at the moment and retract the scheme because they're saying it's unaffordable, that's such a short-term view and they're not looking at the significant investment and the cost savings that can be made through that investment. What were some of the comments provided by nurses who were involved in the submission? Yes, so we actually had, we had four members who were from across states. We had New South Wales, Victoria, we had Tasmania, who actually attended with us yesterday to provide evidence at the hearing. And we had actually done a survey of our members and we'd had 1,244 responses from across the country. Some of the things, the big uh, issues that sort of stuck out was what they would see as the loss of income, what they knew that that would mean to them, therefore the pressure to go back to work and the reduced time that they would have with their babies. A couple of the um, members who came with us yesterday have older children as well as a baby now. So had an experience of prior to 2011 when the government's PPL scheme came in where they had to put together all sorts of different leave and, you know, sick leave and annual leave and patch it all up to try and maximise the time with their baby, to now the significant difference that it made having that both employer-provided leave and government-provided leave and the time that it could give them um, with their babies. They actually, uh, you know, it gave them time to care for if they had difficulties. So one of the members had a really difficult pregnancy and so it had to use up a whole lot of leave prior to even giving birth. So having access to both schemes gave her a much more relaxing time after the birth to spend time with her baby. Another one of the members had a premature baby born several weeks early and therefore needed special care afterwards. So once again, she was afforded the time to be able to do that, spend time with her baby without having to worry about financial pressures and an urgency to return to work. They also talked about the fact that when they're given that time, then when they do go back to work, they go back to work when they're ready. They feel more able to participate in the workforce then, they feel happier, they're more relaxed and they find that they're much better connected with their employer. So that's sort of the personal uh, experiences that they talked about. And from them and also from the people who responded to our survey, a big theme was the disappointment they felt with the changes that the government had made. So from their pre-election promise of six months PPL at a full wage replacement to then to just go, oh, no, we'll go back to the original scheme, to then actually wind back the current scheme so that they would start to lose both time and money. They were disappointed in the fact that when the government made the announcement about that, they characterised women as somehow acting inappropriately by calling them, you might recall, by calling them double dippers, when really all they were doing, all women are doing, is accessing what is a legitimate entitlement for them and one that's been demonstrated across the world to bring such benefits and such wider benefits to the community. And so, and as society, like our members actually talked about how they thought that led to building a better society 
and they were disappointed that the government had actually positioned itself and named itself as being family-oriented. And then they're seeking to take away something directly that will have such a direct negative impact on families. That's the sort of the overarching themes. Thank you for your time, Annie. That's a pleasure.